This is Brian Paris for Inside Berkeley. In this episode, I'm talking with cellist, composer, and arranger Cristobal Cruz Garcia, a six-semester dual major in performance and contemporary writing and production. Hailing from Tijuana, Mexico, and San Diego, California, Garcia's playing style draws from many sources. His stylistic precision reveals his classical training, but he's found himself regularly performing and arranging everything from math rock and folk to ambient and mariachi. This willingness to blur borders has led him to high-level gigs such as Newport Folk and Fresh Grass. And this spring, he'll travel to Georgia to be one of 16 musicians chosen nationally for Savannah Music Festival's highly competitive, prestigious acoustic music seminar. Cristobal, welcome to Inside Berkeley. Thank you, Brian. Glad to be here. So in the uh, intro, I didn't mention the names of the bands that you're in because, one, there's so many and they span so many genres. So I thought it might be fun just to kind of hear you list off the names in approximate genres, even if they're hybrids, um, just to get a sense for the kind of projects you're, you're into. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is a, this is a fun topic for me. Um, all right. So mariachi is definitely the first one that I would want to talk about. Um, I play cello in it, which is not necessarily, uh, actually I've never seen that before. (laughs) Especially the way I play it, I kind of like, um, I use cello as the bass, so the guitarron. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that one's a lot of fun. It's a Berkeley, like our mariachi club. Yeah. And we're called Mariachi La Catrina. We have Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Good plug. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I think one of my favorite projects is Shaw, spelled S H A H. And we're soul folk band, and we have a lot of like funkier and groovy songs. And then there's Clearing. Clearing is my special little project. Um, it's a math rock band, and we do a lot of uh, ambient, kind of post rock vibe type stuff too. And it's like, you know, just me and my best friends in a band. Nice. Um, Another fun one is the Benjer Stobalana Quartet. Um, we're like a for hire session quartet and we do wedding gigs and stuff like that. Cool. And last but not least is uh, The Tree That Falls, which is my very, very personal duet with my good friend John Schaefer. And this is the one where I feel like I have the most creative license as a duet. It's his part versus my part, you know? So it's really fun, and I uh, thought maybe we could play it or something. Yeah, yeah, let's listen to a track from The Tree That Falls. Um, this clip is, is from the track uh, called In Winter and features Cristobal and John. So, I mean, in that track, you know, we hear a little bit of just kind of the creativity that you bring to your instrument. And you've mentioned to me um, in previous conversations that you were first inspired to play cello when 
as a kid, you had seen uh, a video performance of Julian Lloyd Webber performing a funk version of a classical piece. Um, could you tell us a little bit about how that got you started in music and, and what that experience was like and, and, and also later kind of what the moment was when you realized that music was going was to be a path that you were going to pursue and that eventually led to Berkeley? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I remember I was like five, maybe four, and my mom was watching this video cassette of um, like a Jesus Christ Superstar 10th year anniversary celebration or something by Andrew Lloyd Webber. And his brother, Julian Lloyd Webber, kind of walks in on stage in shorts, like just chilling on this huge stage. You know, he has a cello, which I, I, I hadn't really known what it, what it was. And he uh, he just starts playing like this really, really groovy tune, which I now know was Paganini Caprice for um, violin. I think it's the 24th, like the most famous one. And... Uh, yeah, he just starts jamming on it, and I I looked up to my mom, and I was like, what's going on here? Like, this is really cool. Um, and she explained to me, you know, that's a cello, he's a cellist, and he's playing his brother's arrangement. And I was like, mom, I'm going to play that for you someday. Mm. Like, I really, really like that. And the way that that was really the first moment in my life that I can remember wanting to be a musician... Um, it didn't happen until seven years later. My mom was, uh, she was a coordinator for a brand new, like, um, state program in Mexico where it was modeled after Venezuela's El Sistema, where they would try to help kids get off the streets and give them something that they could identify with, like an instrument and music in general. So... My mom was head organizer for the event, or for the musical group. And she was able to include us into the program. And that's when I remembered that I wanted to try cello. And it seemed like like it never actually left that desire since I was like a really little kid. It had always been there. And cello was probably the first ever outlet that I had creatively. As far as knowing that I wanted to pursue music, it was actually when I was faced um, with like a, again, more of a negative situation in my life. Somebody I really cared deeply about and loved. Um, she really just didn't believe in me. She was like, I don't, I don't see how you could ever do this in life. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, you're going to fail. Wow. And it was just like, it wasn't that I wanted to prove it wrong. It just, I really, really wanted to prove to myself mm -hmm. that I could do it. And that I realized I really wanted to. So it was really interesting how like a negative situation in my life really brought all this positivity. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just again, kind of thinking about that list of bands and genres um, <clears throat> that you've you've been involved in since, since coming here. Um, you also, you play cello in a mariachi group, which is, again, like kind of unheard of. And I understand that when you played Fresh Grass Festival last year, you were the only cellist. Well, definitely uh, like one of, one of the only cellists. One of the only, okay, yeah. one of the only cellists. And could you talk a little bit about just where that openness comes from? I say it would probably start with um, just the natural way I grew up. 
And like going to high school, I would cross the border every day from Tijuana to San Diego. And what that entailed was like, I would have to wake up at five and get all my stuff ready, you know, uh, make sure my siblings are awake and ready to go too. And then we would head to the border, wait in a line, because you have to wait in like this huge line to cross. And um, basically sometimes the line would be three hours long. So I had to openly, I had to be very open with accepting the fact that I might be late to class or I might not make it to class, you know? Um, sometimes they, they kind of pull you over to like secondary inspection just randomly, like you get picked into the system and your day is kind of set back a little bit. So there's like an openness to it, you know? And I think that actually prepared me for a lot of my, um, music experience, like over here. Yeah. Um, as far as mariachi goes, I haven't actually told this story to them, but, uh, I think it's time. (laughs) (laughs) So I saw that the mariachi club was starting. Um, Apparently there was a mariachi club two years before I got here and they won like second place in a worldwide competition. So they wanted to continue the legacy and I was like, okay, like that sounds really cool. But obviously I'm a cellist. So never seen cello and mariachi. And I was like, hmm, I know what I'll do. I'll say that I play guitarron, but I left mine at home, obviously, because yeah. I'm studying cello here. But I totally play, so <laughs> I tell them, you know, oh, I left mine at home, sorry. You know, I could just play the bass lines on cello. And they're like, oh, okay, why don't you just come down? We have a guitarron for you. You can play that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay, see you there. And at which point I, you know, Google guitar, like try to see everything like that I might have to learn. So I figured out it's tuning and uh, stylistically you play it in octaves. Mm -hmm. So you have to play kind of like similar shapes throughout the whole instrument because you're always doubling a note. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I did my best to learn it. I studied it pretty hard. And then that week came around and uh, they gave me guitar and they didn't notice. Wow. It was really fun. And then uh, <laughs> then the guitar room broke in half at some point in the semester. And I was like, hey, guys, I could just play cello. You know, I'll play the bass lines on cello. And they're like, okay, that'll do for now. And uh, I think we all actually prefer it. Oh, funny. And it's it's really fun. Huh. Yeah. As far as, like, uh, fresh grass and uh, folk and, like, bluegrass in general. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, um, that's just, I think that came through being a part of the awesome string department here at Berkeley and just really getting to know teachers and <laughs> just hanging out with other string players because you can ask like most of them and they wouldn't immediately say, oh yeah, you know, Cristobal's a, a bluegrass fiddler kind of guy, you know, but either way, I still try to be there <laughs> and just enjoy the scene so I, I really um, I really see Daryl Anger as like a mentor. Mm. And he's a, he's a bluegrass like legend. Yeah, that's really cool. Right, what other uh, faculty 
have, you know, either you studied under, made an impression on you or helped kind of expand that, you know, like Daryl kind of exposes you to the bluegrass world or are there other versions of that or similar experiences? Definitely. Um, Mike Block was my first ever cello teacher here. And he just like completely opened up the world to me, basically, music musically. Um, he He never tried to like forced classical music on me you know it was actually more of like a jazz approach and I was like you know I, I can totally play jazz on cello I didn't know that before I got here so it's really cool and he was the teacher who really uh walked me through um tendonitis which I have in both forearms so he he really retaught me how to play the cello mm. and then Eugene Friesen who's just a cello beast. <laughs> and basically, when I think of who I play as, who I play like mm-hmm. as a cellist, my first um, my first thought or goal, honestly, would be Eugene. Mm. Just um, his approach to music and really just self-discovery through music is great. Um, on the arranging side, Definitely Bill Elliott is my man. Um, I've taken, I'm in my third class with him Mm -hmm. in a row. It's like been consecutive. And I just, I still haven't, um, I still haven't learned everything I can from him. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, You mentioned uh, Daryl and and Fresh Grass and playing bluegrass and stuff. Um, And you're also, so this spring you're, you're headed to Savannah for the acoustic music seminar, which I understand is only like 16 people that got in. And, and actually you're one of, is it four uh, Berkeley students that, that have made it into the program or? Uh, this, this semester. This year. Or this year. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So what, what are you looking forward to about the seminar? Anything in particular? Oh, definitely. Um, everybody I've talked to who has attended before, because I have a couple of friends who have, um, the, they do not stop reiterating that this will be the hardest week of my life. Mm. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. Wow. The thing I'm looking forward to most, though, is just each person's individual creativity. It um, It is unlike anybody else's, obviously. Uh, they've had different circumstances in their life that just, you know, shape them differently. And it comes out in their music. So... I, I'm really excited to just meet 15 other string players that are around my age mm-hmm. and just hear where they're at, mm-hmm. how they're doing, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So so going forward, um, I mean, you've got obviously all these different projects going. You've got the seminar. Uh, you know, what else are you looking forward to this spring? And, and you know, also maybe just down the road in general, kind of like what's what's next for a border crosser like yourself? <laughs> Um, definitely just working with more people. Um, I'm finally feeling confident enough to arrange for other people's music, not just my own or a project that I'm in. Mm -hmm. So I have, you know, a couple string arrangements in the works and, um, as well as my own bands, (laughs) I'm really going to push to release stuff this Mm -hmm. semester. It's also for like the past, um, two years basically since I got to Berkeley 
I've been teaching with a group called City Strings United. It's a beautiful program, um, and it's all cellos. Hmm. And it's just a bunch of little kids learning how to play cello. And I love working with them because I always put myself in their shoes. Like, yeah. I wanted to start when I was your age. Yeah, right. Like, I'm really happy you guys are doing it now, yeah. you know? So it really, it gives me life. Um, it's a little stressful and hectic at times, <laughs> but I mean, that's how you know it's good. <laughs> yeah. So I plan to definitely keep helping them out and, you know, just doing my best to get these kids growing and stuff like that. Cool. Cool. Well, that feels like a really uh, a really natural sort of full circle spot. I mean, coming from you watching uh, Julie Lloyd Webber as a five-year-old, and now you're teaching five-year-olds doing that doing that very thing. So, well, Cristobal, thanks. It's been such a pleasure. Um, thanks for being on the show, and best of luck with all the uh, all the the borders you're yet to cross. So excited to watch that happen. Thank you, Brian. This episode was engineered by Andres Gonzalez in partnership with The Burn. I'm Brian Paris, and this is Inside Berkeley. Inside Berkeley.